ever wonder how you're supposed to communicate with your child and your child's teacher? Well, there are two different issues, and we're going to talk about them today. So, here we go. Hi, everybody. Welcome to EDU Me, the podcast that focuses on bridging the gap and fostering stronger relationships between parents and schools by empowering parents to become partners in their child's education. My name is Poonam Saxena, and I'm your host for this podcast. And I'm so excited to have you join me in our new format of really digging deep and providing practical, hands-on solutions for parents to implement so that they can take it and go straight into implementation. So here we go. Our episode today is going to be talking about parent communication between parents and their children and parents and schools. So let's start with our children. One of the biggest challenges that we have is our days are so busy that we are taskmasters. We're constantly just checking the box of things we need to do for the day, only to be exhausted at night and wake up the next morning and do it again. And our kids are just there. We're loving on them, we're caring about them, but are we really connecting with them? And I will say from my own experience that I did not connect at the level that I would have liked to. Now, my children would argue the opposite, but I believe we pretty much all have a little bit of guilt about our time constraints. So let's talk about how we're going to communicate effectively with our children. One is go to where they are. Go in their room or ask them to come to the table and sit down and ask them questions. And I don't mean, did you have a good day today? Ask them an open-ended question. An open-ended question is one, that there's more than one answer. It's not yes, no, maybe, uh uh-huh, uh-uh. It is actual answers. And then let them ask you a question about your day. Did you get that project done, mom or dad? No, but here's why. And I asked a closed-ended question, but I elaborated on it as well. So we have to start modeling that type of communication with our children. The other is, I know you guys are going to laugh, But text is a really effective method to communicate. Go where your children are, sending them a text, sending them a funny um, emoji or video or meme or something that's really connecting their interests in your interests or a thought-provoking meme or a saying that just makes you pause that's going to start a conversation. And then when we turn that into the school setting, we're actually 
able to have dialogue that is more open and honest and emotional. If your children are struggling with a particular issue at school, try and understand exactly what is causing that. Why are they feeling like that? Or why are they struggling in this particular subject? What is the root cause of this particular issue? And then brainstorm with them about what potential solutions there are. And if it turns out that you need or your child needs to talk to the teacher, either let them handle it if they're comfortable or set up a parent-teacher-student meeting. And I purposefully included the student because if the student is having the issue, they need to be part of the dialogue and solution. They need to know that you're going to be their ally, that you're going to sit and voice any challenges that they're not able to vocalize, but let them be a part of the process. And then when we have, as a collective group with the teacher, have a solution, then we need to set up periodic check-ins. How are we going to do that? Ask the teacher. What's the best method to communicate with you? What's the best time? How should my child provide feedback to you? Should it be via email, via in the classroom after class? Is it documentation? What is the methodology that we're going to use? And those check-ins are going to show progress or they're going to show that we need to turn and pivot to a different avenue. And it may require having another parent, teacher, student meeting. When we're talking about communicating with teachers, we're talking about a different method of communication. What is their preferred method? If you have a very busy schedule as well, what is your preferred method? Certainly in this day and age of so much opportunity to connect via text or email or phone calls, whatever, there's got to be a solution or an opportunity for you to connect. Just as a reminder, our teachers have more than just your student. So they have many, many students and many, many parents on top of that. So we have to be cognizant of their time. We have to be efficient and we have to be solution oriented. And that's the piece that I think we forget when we bring issues to our teachers. We're very quick to say, my child didn't get X, Y, or Z. But the question really is, my child didn't get this. Could you explain to me why and what my child can do in the future? That leads to dialogue. Teachers do not feel threatened or overwhelmed. They want to connect. They want their students to 
succeed. That's why they're teaching. So it's incumbent upon us to start a conversation where we are having open-ended dialogue with our teachers as well in a very non-threatening, non-combative way, even if, even if we don't agree with what the teacher ultimately decides. I'll say it again, even if we do not agree with what the teacher ultimately decides, because we don't always get our way. And when I was teaching, I would always tell my students, this isn't Burger King. You can't have it your way. And sometimes we can't. But those opportunities are there for us to learn, for us to grow, for our children to understand, adapt, work together. And it's not just the classroom where these lessons are being learned, but also when they get in the work world, having to learn from a boss that you don't always agree with or your colleagues that have a different point of view. These are all mechanisms of life skills that we need to be teaching our children. And the earlier we can start, the better our children are going to have those skills. And I'm going to also remind you that when you, the parent, is talking to the teacher, your child's watching. They will also continue to have conversation in places that they don't agree in the same manner you are. So if your child is being combative, belligerent, argumentative, take a step back. Is it possible that you are modeling that behavior in your own life and your children are picking up on it? The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. I'm not being judgmental, I'm just sharing that it's important to recognize the importance that we as parents have in our children's lives and their behavior and how they cope. So I hope you can take some of these tips and implement them in your own journey, in your child's journey of their education. Because the stronger that bond is between you, your child and your teacher, the more successful your child is going to be. Maybe not academically, because they still may struggle with that subject, but emotionally they're going to have the support that they need. Thank you for joining me for this episode, and I hope that you will always remember that we are working together to educate our children better. Until next time, bye.